Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is John McTavish from the Pastiling Studios. How are you doing, John? Doing good. I'm excited to talk about uh, what, we, what we're reviewing tonight or what we've reviewed tonight. Yep, absolutely. So speaking of, we are talking about the Casa 1910 Soldera Edition La Coronella. Uh, the scars are double Robusto, five and a half inch by 58 ring gauge. Comes out of the Tabacalera La Isla factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh, rapper's Ecuadorian Habano. Uh, binder is Brazilian Araparaca. Filler is from Mexico and the Dominican Republic. Uh, blended by Manolo Santiago. Price point is $20 and cigar released in February of 2023. So with all that out of the way, John, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? So I actually really dug this and um, normally I'm a bit of a, a snob when it comes to larger ring gauge cigars. So I'll kind of talk about that afterwards, but um, I really got some some uh, sort of sweet bread and wood to kick off. And then as it sort of settled in, uh, I think it was really the Araparaca binder that, that came through. There's this really sort of rich stewed fruit, which I oftentimes get from Brazilian tobacco and I really like. Uh, and it didn't have any harsh elements to it. It didn't have any bitterness to it. It was really quite a nice combination. A little bit of light ba light baking spices, uh, just really as an accent. So it wasn't heavy on the palate at all. Um, I would just, I would describe the first third as almost like a light plus medium minus just soft, elegant combination of flavors. Uh, second third started out with spices and then kind of evolved into bread and wood. Uh, a little bit of fruit sweetness coming back, um, like like stewed fruit. So again, sort of a really nice uh, natural sweetness to it. Uh, a little bit of chocolate as well. And then uh, last third kind of fell apart on me, um, and I'll get into that a little bit, but. Uh, got some char and some bitterness. Uh, it kind of went away after a few puffs and then uh, got a little bit of creaminess. And then that sort of came back along with some fruit sweetness. And the, the bitterness and the char was just really distracting, unfortunately. Um, and I think what happened is, I think there was a, a potentially an issue in the bunching here. Um, so I had a relatively straight burn through the first third. And then when I got into the second third, the burn sort of became really wonky. Uh, I didn't really have to do much to it until sort of uh, about halfway through. And when I took a look at it, there was sort of a very visible tunnel developing where, um, you know, I think it's just total, total failure of leaf placement. Um, so once I touched that up, uh, it continued to burn, but um, I think that probably if that leaf placement may have affected that last third. At any rate, uh, draw was pretty on point, a little bit into the, the resistant region, but not really anything major. Um, so I came out with it with a good experience. What about you? Yeah, for me, this cigar started with toasted cedar, baking spice, and earth. Uh, baking spice transition to black pepper a little bit later. Got some chalkiness that joined in after. Then the second third saw the toasted cedar and the earth become even. And the final third saw the toast level become heavy and a vegetal note joined in. Um, the cigar was pretty consistent through the first two thirds. Um, it was an average flavor profile for me and then kind of fell off a bit in the final third. So we kind of had a similar trajectory there. Um, the toast level just became heavy and that visual note joined in and the strength picked up. So it kind of took it, took it down on a level for me. Um, you know, not as interesting as the previous two versions in the Solidarity edition, I thought, um, and just not something I really see myself coming back to. Um, I had a similar performance in regards to you, um, a little bit wavy throughout. I had to do a touch up once as well. Um, slightly snug draw. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know if this, it was just, this one does, these weren't. 
rolled the same with the other ones, these being larger ring gauge than the, I think the other two versions that we've smoked um, in the line. It just, um, yeah, it just, it, it just wasn't as, uh, I don't know. This just seemed like it was kind of things were a little, a little bit muddled together mm. um, with that a little bit that snug snug draw and kind of that the, some of the burn issues. So, just yeah, unfortunate. But um, the other two in the in the line were 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 uh, pretty interesting and uh, enjoyable experiences. Um, all right, let's get into the scores. Start out with you at top at six point four seven. I give it a five point oh five. How that six point four seven match up for you? Yeah, it matches up well. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to be held back by the burn. Um, so I think, you know, flavor profile-wise, to me, this kind of lands in that 6.65, 6.7 region, which is pretty good. Um, so, you know, overall score is a little lower than it should be, really. Yeah, my 5.05 matches up well. I mean, uh, it was a below-average flavor profile for me. Mm. Construction was, you know, kind of iffy on there, so that kind of knocks it down even a bit more. Um, just not not a cigar i think i have any interest in really returning just to even see if a better constructed version would perform better i mean the other ones in the line um just performed good enough that i would kind of focus on on those um 58 ring gauge really is not my preferred uh thickness to smoke anyway so um i know this is i think manolo said this is his favorite of the line um so that you know kind of bums me out that we we maybe have different palettes in regards to that so Um, but you know, it's okay. That's why they, that's why he has three different blends in the series and that's right. you know, you get to, get to pick the one, the one that you like. So, uh, all right. Any final thoughts from you on this one? Yeah, I would, uh, we're going to be talking about the PCA and I think one of the things I want to mention to him is, um, have you tried blending this in a sub 50 ring gauge, uh, size? Because I really feel like this is a perfect example to me of if you just brought that cigar down to a 46, I feel like this this blend would really pop and maybe it's um you know not what he wanted maybe he wanted a lot of a more of a softer profile but i feel like some of those tobaccos in there they you know it's like a it's like a big block car like you got to let it off the chains you got to let it drive if you're going to have those big tobaccos in there you got to let them really sing and i feel like in the in the big ring gauge uh muddled was a good word they you know sometimes they get run over by uh the wrapper or the binder or the other tobaccos in there so I'd like to see this in a smaller ring gauge. I don't know that he has any interest in doing that, but uh, it'd be, it'll be an interesting conversation nonetheless. Yeah, because interesting you say that because I just was looking back and thinking about what we, you know, all the variations of the lines that they have, and I think the I think the initial release that Cuchillo Prado was probably the smallest thin gauge, yeah. thinnest ring gauge at the, and it was just a traditional Robusto five by fifty. I don't think they have anything below a fifty ring gauge in, in no. any of their offerings. They have nine. I think they're at nine releases now. Yeah, uh, and everything's fifty and above, and I think they like to. I think they tend to go more on the, you know, fifty-four and up kind of a. Yeah. a they, have, they have some sixties and stuff like that. So, yeah, it would be interesting maybe trying some thinner ring gauge, especially with a, a more Mexican focused um, blended. So just to kind of see how that goes. But and, and it very well could be that there's just a value proposition of you know reducing it to a smaller ring gauge might only save a couple dollars in the size. So you know if you're looking at eighteen dollars yeah. for a call it a Corona Gorda or Corona Larga versus uh, twenty dollars for uh, what it really amounts to a Petite Gordo, um, maybe people just aren't willing to spend that. So yeah, uh, that absolutely could be a could be a case. So. All right, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe and check out the full written review on the website, developingpalace.com. You can follow us on all the social media channels and catch all of our review recaps on podcasts. So iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Luck or no.